Hey, what's going on? Moon's out tonight. Figured I'd do another little walk and uh, walk and talk. How are you doing? I mean that. How are you doing? Please comment uh, below wherever this is posted. I'll probably post it on several platforms and uh, probably refer back to it many times through the years like I have with uh, other stuff. And that's a huge thing um, that I've been discovering. A very trippy thing. Things that I've created in the past, I'll stumble across and um, things like videos, and they'll speak to me. It'll be me speaking to myself. And one of them is actually a video on my YouTube channel where I'm explaining <clears throat> about going back into the past and utilizing <laughs> stuff from the past and uh in the present moment and uh i didn't even realize that i i said that in that video i totally forgot and i was editing the video and in the middle of editing it uh fucking me says that to myself <laughs> from the past it's great uh and yeah isn't that tarot right isn't that irony isn't that synchronicity and just the way things work God works in mysterious ways as they say I'm not gonna go into that shit <laughs> oh yeah you know that's why um, there's hours and hours and hours of Alan Watts and you can listen forever forever and uh, go in circles or spirals or go to sleep <laughs> but um the truth is is that as they all say it's true it is it doesn't matter what you read you're not going to understand anything unless it's coming from within yourself people say that a lot you know toss it around go within <laughs> you know it's a uh, it's funny, and it can be fucking annoying, huh? Right? So damn annoying. Because, like, when you're stressed out or when you're going through shit, you don't want to hear that, like, oh, go within. Like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> right? Well, maybe I should put some explanation to it so that way everybody can stop fucking around <laughs> and uh, saying really meaningless shit. Uh, it means feel. Allow yourself to feel. The idea is, ironically, to overcome the ideas. You see, the heart is also a thinking mechanism. The whole body thinks. Consciousness is not... Consciousness is non-local. That's even a uh, huge thing in quantum physics, too, when it comes to conscious non-locality, cellular non-locality. The idea is... 
where can you define consciousness? Where can you pinpoint it and find the uh, man behind the keyboard, as neurologists put it? Well, you can't. You can't. Even on a cellular level, when you have a... thought of a thing. Cells all over your body are simultaneously reacting to that thought faster than the speed of your nerves can send that image. That send that idea, send that electrical impulse and chemical impulse. It's instant. In fact you could separate the cells from the body. Uh, I can't remember what the name of this experiment was, but um I'm going to loosely quote, and since I heard it on a radio talk show, I could be wrong. But what they did was, they separated a cell from a person. And then they put it inside a, uh, another room lined with lead or some kind of uh, electrical blockage or something. So no EMF could pass through. And they shocked the person, the living person, and what happened was, not only did the cell in the other room act like it got shocked, but electrons came out of nowhere, and the thing gave a voltage. How does that make sense? Maybe I'm using wrong terms, maybe voltage isn't the word, but that's a really, really good explanation of uh, quantum non-locality. So what you do is you take that. You take that from the microcosm, right? And as above, so below. As within, so without. You can see that. Everything. How is it that we see that dreams are fake? How does that make any sense? Uh, it never made any sense to me. As a long, long, long-term, lifelong lucid dreamer, uh, I've, had, I've had shared dreams... I've had all kinds of experiences, especially when it comes to uh, recently deceased. Yeah, they always visit me, uh, even if uh, I don't know they died. Every time. It's never not happened. If I know them, and they die, they visit me. Probably visit all of us. In any sense, that's neither here nor there. Let's get back to the point. The real point. How do you go within? What does that mean? Well, there's the irony right there. As we approach it from a place of trying to describe meaning and define meaning, our values itself become the barriers. They become the illusion. As I like to say, you look at the first thing that Adam did in the Bible, they started labeling shit. And isn't that what we do? When we go to the Course in Miracles, the first seven lessons in the Course in Miracles are about letting go of those meanings and seeing. Because how can you be aware of a thing if your ideology, your beliefs, and your conditioning are holding on to it? values 
they don't mean much. Sometimes we gotta create our own meaning. Amen. Cheers to that. Much love. Hey there. What is love? What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I want to talk about love. And I know everybody does. And I would go to say that all of our creativeness and beauty and art and music and poetry and building all comes from the search for love. Now that's that's the thing about it is that love we try to categorize it right you know like there's like I love you and then there's oh yeah I got love for that guy or I got love for for whoever and then there's true love true love you know we talk about it and we say the words and everybody always says after uh, anything they say oh well you have to love yourself first (laughs) that's the greatest part I think I don't know I mean I don't want to I'm not trying to sound rude like I'm laughing at anybody because I'm in the same damn boat that I see everybody else in Uh, we're all in the same boat (laughs) like let's row together for something but in any case, um, what I'm trying to say is that uh, I never met a single person out of any of y'all, out of anybody, never seen, never heard, except for once in a old, old book of anybody who truly knew themselves. I would say... Everybody's in denial. Completely insane. I would say this completely uh, only if I had the means to logically validate it. Because, I mean, I wouldn't just go boasting and, you know, calling names and stuff if, um, if it didn't make perfect sense. True love. Right? True love is unconditional love. It is real. The only thing that's real. And we can see this through the constant searching of it. Because as we search, we become aware of reality. And as we deny, we see illusions. This is universal. When it comes to consciousness, what else is there? I mean, okay, let's look at this uh, from a point of perspective of 
scientifically. Let's look at it. Uh, it's, it would still be theoretically, but validatable. For instance, when it comes to dimensions, we're talking about dimensional realms. One of the rule of thumbs in dimensions is that any being on any dimensional realm can only witness its reality through the dimension beneath it. I'm going to say that again. Any being on any dimensional realm can only witness its experience through the dimension beneath it. What that means is, let's say you have a three-dimensional being, like us, but one-eyed. You'd be able to see only through the second dimension, the, the dimension beneath you. Which is why we can look at things like paintings or TVs as though they're real. We only see depth because we have two eyes, and you got to think about it like that because the two eyes trust each other, have faith, and work together. That's the only way you see depth. What two humans have that? Show me a pair that has complete blind faith in each other, work together. And I will show you a pair that are one and can see a greater depth than you can alone. But if you are to humble your perspectivity, your desire to claim meanings and labels and understandings from the past given before you onto the present moment and other people as it projects emotionally outwards, dependent on really your mood <laughs> or how you choose to see things. But that's just it, right? You know, if you can do that and humble yourself to the all. That is connection. That is source. Oneness. Right. You see, I, uh, I guess I have a um, certain point of view. And it, it's kind of a dangerous one to have. Because if you're not too careful, you could probably stumble into psychosis as I'm sure many people would blame Napa know-how Why should you buy a 99 cent Napa bag? Because it's no ordinary bag It can save you 20% on three or more items you can fit inside Some call that magic Others say it's the eighth wonder of the world But whatever it is It's the best way to save you 20% on brakes, filters, wipers and more Quality parts, helpful people That's Napa know-how Napa know-how Participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10 19